This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I am excited to do this show this morning. It has been a fantastic week. Uh, I love it when good weeks happen. We have more good weeks than bad weeks. So ask yourself, are your, or do you have more good weeks than bad weeks? Because if not, Got to change something. Got to make some changes. It's all about uh, you're in control of your destiny. So you can control your happiness, your life uh, much more than you've ever realized. Uh, But even though it was a fantastic week, it was a great week, it still presented challenges. But challenges are expected. I tell you something I've learned over the years is to embrace the challenges. Uh, used to, the, the challenges would, would derail me and turn bad minutes into bad days and bad days into bad weeks and sometimes bad months. Remember, if you had a bad day, you probably didn't really have a bad day. You probably had a bad minute or two, but you use that minute or two to dictate your entire day. And you just can't do that. Okay. So it, it literally, when bad things happen, you can only give it to what it is. And it was a, it was a few minutes. It might have been 30 seconds. You may give it the whole minute. But, uh, after that, you got to look at the bright side, find all the good things that happened in your day and don't let one or two bad minutes, uh, ruin your entire day and turn into ruining your entire week, entire month, sometimes entire life, year. No matter what happens, it just doesn't, it, you shouldn't allow it to have that kind of control over you. It doesn't deserve to be able to control you like that. So even though this week had some challenges, uh, challenges are expected. We are in a strange time here in America. We have all kinds of things happening. Uh, we have this pandemic that doesn't look like it's going to be going away anytime soon. Uh, I don't know if I'm okay with saying it's the new normal, but it is here. And uh, we do have to move on to some degree and live our lives the absolute best we can But it's not just being about the best we can. It's about really being our best. I mean, the goal is to figure out a way, even with all of this adversity around us, to be our best. And that's really what this show is about. Um, It's bringing out the best in you. I tell you, since I started doing this show, uh, I can I can see myself getting better because I hold myself responsible for bringing something to you that will make you better. So we're getting better together, which is awesome because that's what the world needs. We need your talent. We need your skill. We need you to be focused in a world that is full of distractions. I, I've never seen it like this before. Um, now that I'm so in tune with what's going on around me and, and really trying to better myself, I see how many distractions there are. There are, I mean, everywhere you turn, it's some it's some struggle, it's some argument, it's some distress. Right now, is, I mean, it, it is unbelievable. It takes laser light fo- focus in order to do the simple things. So if, if you've noticed these distractions, don't get caught up in them. I mean, take a minute, take a take a, a minute or two and look in the mirror and say, are you this person that just wants to argue and fight and fuss and, and bring negativity into the world? Or are you this person who wants to be a difference, make a difference and be your best you? Uh, it is far more fun. And, and the world really deserves your best you, but it is far more fun, uh, to bring the light and the bright side of things versus the darkness and the, and the negativity. Um, right now we're living in a world full of fear. I mean, let's just face it. We are, we have fear from every standpoint. We have, uh, obviously fear over this pandemic. We have political fears. We have, um, 
We have health fears, safety fears. We're wondering, you know, are we safe? Are we safe going and doing the things that we, we've always done and that we like to do? And they're telling us, you know, we maybe shouldn't leave the country and, and all kinds of things. Maybe shouldn't travel or should stay close to home. There's all these fears. And, and when we're in a state of fear, the problem is, is that it, it really robs us of our dreams. Um, we were all created to dream. We all have dreams. Some, uh, sometimes our dreams get buried uh, deep down inside of us because of events and things like that that have happened in our life that cause us to forget that we actually had a dream, right? So we had a dream of aspiring to be something great. Every one of you have has greatness in you. I mean, I have no doubt that every single person has some ability that is great that the world needs. All right. So we don't we don't need anyone else's negativity. I mean, you just look at every media outlet and it's negative. It's doom and gloom. It's everything's going downhill. We're caught up in this, you know, in this sludge of life. And life is so much more than that. The way I look at it daily is as I think, you know, what if everybody else is in this retraction mode and, and really going downhill and caught up in all of the negativity, what a time to shine. I mean, what a time to go and be your best because if, you're, if your competition is beating themselves, um, it should make it easier for you to be the best and go straight to the top. Uh, so now's the time to work on you. Now's the time to really think about these fears. And, and you really have a choice. You got to ask yourself when you're looking in this mirror and you're giving yourself, giving yourself this talk, you have to ask yourself, are you, are you living your dreams or are you living in fear? And fear is an incredible thing. I, I tell you, when I was thinking about fear and thinking about my fears, even though I, you know, it's easy for me to say I don't have a lot of fears right now. Um, but I, I will tell you, as a child, I was afraid of absolutely everything. <laughs> I was afraid of every noise, every bug, every every sound. I mean, it was incredible what I was afraid of. I was afraid of the dark. I mean, I, I can openly admit that uh, I was afraid of everything. I was that kid that literally, I, I was a fast runner. So I would always try to run from things. My first first reaction was to run. And I remember as a child, I remember back in, in 1983, the Michael Jackson thriller video came out and they had this weeks and weeks and weeks of promotion for this Michael Jackson thriller video. And I'm obviously I'm telling my age. So I mean, a lot of you listening now don't even weren't even here in 1983. But for the rest of you that know what I'm talking about, they did weeks of promotion for this music video and and. Everyone in the country was super excited about, and I remember the video came out on this Friday night, and all week long, everyone was talking about, are you going to be watching this Michael Jackson thriller video? It's going to come out. And as a child, you know, my dream was to learn how to dance like Michael Jackson. I was four years old at the time. I was only four. So I really wanted to watch this video so that I could learn all of Michael Jackson's dance moves. I was so excited about this this evening and this happening. So uh, my parents were excited. They were they were they really liked music. They weren't talented in any way with music, but they liked to listen to music. So this was a big deal at our house. We uh, we had one of those uh, couches that had a bed hidden in it. I think it's called a hide a bed. But they folded this couch or folded this bed out of this couch and you know, we put all these blankets on it and we made popcorn and I had my little Capri Sun, a uh, little juice thing. And we were ready hours in advance. We watched all the promos leading up to the release of this video and we're sitting there and I had my I had my mom on my right side and my dad on my left side. And, you know, we'd taken our showers and baths early so that we were in our PJs nice and comfy for this big 
music video to come out. So we're all cuddled up, having a good time, relaxed, feeling good. And this video comes on and the video started out with Michael Jackson. He was driving in this, I believe it was a 55 Chevrolet convertible. It was a really nice car. Um, and and he had this girl with him that was his date for the evening and they ran out of gas. They ran out of gas in this car and the girl says, you know, now what? And the next scene was them walking. Okay. So they were walking uh, because the car was out of gas and he starts talking to this girl and uh, they kind of hug and he he asked the girl to be his girlfriend. And, and shortly after that, the, he said, there's something I've got to tell you. And he started turning into this werewolf. This was two minutes and 30 seconds into this video that I had been so excited for for weeks. But as soon as his eyes turned into werewolf eyes and he started growing fangs and all this stuff started happening, I had an absolute runaway. I literally spilled the popcorn. I jumped out of the bed. I was running through the house. I was gone. I tripped. I fell. I got up and ran as fast as I could go. And I think all that's, I think back on all this and I'm thinking, you know, where were you going? Okay. So you were in the safest place you could be sitting in between your parents. And the reality was that there was no way Michael was going to jump out of this, out of this TV into the room whether he was going to be Michael Jackson or the werewolf he turned into, he wasn't coming to Andrews, Texas, where I was at. But but my perception was this werewolf was about to get me and I was scared to death. So I jumped up, ran out, spilled popcorn, spilled my drink, trip fell and literally ran through the house and realized I'm running into darkness away from my parents. Now what is the werewolf hiding in a closet in the back of the house? So all you could do, all I could do was freeze. All I could do was pause, uh, scream, cry. And obviously my parents were right behind me coming to catch me. But my perception of the whole situation was totally false. I mean, the reality of that wasn't going to happen. The reality was that I was in the safest place I could be. There was no chance of a werewolf getting me. But at the time, uh, you couldn't have convinced me of that. So I think back and I, I was going into this evening and into this night thinking, you know what? I can't wait to watch the Michael Jackson video so that I can learn all of Michael's dance moves. Okay. As a four-year-old, I, I had a dream of being able to dance like Michael Jackson. At the time, I think everyone in the country wanted to be able to dance like Michael Jackson. However, I have yet to see anybody dance like Michael Jackson, but as a naive four-year-old, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to pay attention to this video so that I could see what moves he was going to come up with next for this video. And I could learn them and I could pursue my dream of dancing like Michael Jackson. However, the problem was is that as soon as he turned into a werewolf, all my dreams got crushed by immediate fear and panic. And uh, the dream was over. It was officially over right then. Don't pass go. We, we are running for survival. We're running away from, you know, and it was running away from all logic and reason. I mean, the logical thing to do is to stay near your parents as a four-year-old if you're afraid of something. I was running from the TV. I mean, these are the big carousel TVs back in 1983. We didn't have flat screens back then. So in my mind, I thought this werewolf was going to jump out of the TV and come get me. And the reality was there's no way. So all of us have this, have this perception of our lives, you know, and I, and I say this to say we, we, we have this perception of how we think 
um, things really are, but our reality is often far different. So as soon as you as soon as you step into that place of fear, all of your creativity, all of your dreams, they kind of get crushed. Um, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about uh, dance moves anymore. I was thinking about this werewolf chasing me. And it, the video went on. Obviously, I think the video was ended up being almost 14 minutes and two minutes and 30 seconds into it. My fears made me miss the entire thing. In fact, I didn't even want to watch the thing. I probably didn't actually watch the real video until I was seven or eight years old. So, so it's kind of funny to think that I went into the night excited about this, spending time with the family, ready to learn some dance moves. And as soon as the fear set in, it was over. My dreams were over. That was it. We were done. And I think this happens. I think this happens more often than not in our lives where we have this, you know, we have this idea of the way things are and it just instills this fear, whether it's a political fear, a financial fear, a health fear. And and as soon as we get into that place of fear, um, all your creativity, everything kind of goes away. Uh, you're not thinking about being the best anymore. All of your dreams get crushed. Some of you just need to write down what your dreams really are. You haven't had a chance to dream. You've been trying to keep your head above water. Uh, just go as fast as you can go to keep your head up and kind of try to try to keep the family together and keep keep the finances together and those things. But it's more. There's more to life than that. Uh, we are designed to dream. We're designed to be creative, and uh, we're definitely not designed to be running through the house irrationally, uh, running from your parents in the darkness. That's what I was doing. So when I think back on that, I said, "What sense does that make?" There's no logic and no reason involved with running from the safest place I could have been as a four-year-old into a house of darkness because I'm afraid of what's going to jump out of the TV. My reality, my reality was totally, it was a totally false reality. So my perception was wrong, but you know, the story, the moral of the story is that, that if we're in a place of fear, that it, it crushes dreams and we don't want your dreams to be crushed. So um, think about all the positive things that are happening in your life. And then if you do have fears and you know what they are, you know what these fears are and you know they're holding you back. Um, look at what you're learning from them for one, but two, um, is it really the way you see it? Uh, is the likelihood of of your fears becoming your reality, how how real is it? Because most of the time, more often than not, um, it's not nearly as bad as our mind will lead us to be believe, right? So it's not nearly that bad. Think about the worst possible thing that can happen, okay? So think about the worst possible outcome and ask yourself, can you rebound from it? Can you come back from it? Can you start over? And the truth is, absolutely you can. You will surprise yourself every single time. But when you think about the possibility of the worst possible outcome and you figure out how to beat the worst possible outcome, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's no reason to be afraid. I don't know how, you know, I still go back to this video as I was, you know, as this night had so, it was so promising, you know, it was so promising. It was going to be such a fun thing, but two minutes and 30 minutes, 30 seconds into it, two minutes and 30 seconds into this video, it was over. So for the next 12 and a half minutes, the world got to see all of Michael's dance moves. Some of them, you know, some people went on to, to pursue their dreams of dancing like Michael Jackson. For me, it got cut short immediately because of fear. 
So are you cutting your life short because of fear? Um, it will it will rob you of everything that God has for you. Um, fear is a terrible place to be. I think we should be cautious. I think we should pay attention. I think we should have concerns occasionally. But even when we have those concerns, we have to work through them. We have to come up with a strategy, come up with people who who are really good at, at uh, navigating those specific problems. You don't have to do it all on your own. I mean, there are other people out there that have the solution for absolutely everything. I mean, they have the solution for it all. So um, whether it be your, your health or your finances or whether it be um, your safety, there are solutions. There's people that, that are very, very good, very creative, um, that are absolutely brilliant at getting you to a place to where you don't have to live in fear. Because once you let go of this fear, all of a sudden your dreams can be front and center on your radar. Okay, so you want your dreams to be right in front of you. In fact, you want to write these things down and make sure you're doing things every single day to move you towards your greatness, your dreams. You know, so if if you've if it's been years, I mean, years and years and years since you've had any dreams, since you're like, you know what, I'd really like to do this or do that or help somebody in this way or travel to this place. If you haven't done that because you're you're just living in fear of losing what you have. Some of you, it, it would do you a lot of good to lose what you have. I've seen so many people around me that when they lost it all, when they came back, they got everything that they never would have got had they not lost it all. I mean, literally, they lost businesses, filed for bankruptcies, you know, marriages went bad, all these things. But as soon as that happened, it's like they they sunk to the bottom, but they were able to gather the energy from bouncing off the bottom to come back up. They came back up faster than ever and greater than ever. And had they not done that, um, they would have just been in this miserable life that was never really going to be the vehicle or the opportunity to allow them to be great. Um, it was more like a, you know, a factory work situation where you're just doing the same thing over and over and over and over with no opportunities for raises, no opportunities for promotions. Literally, you just do it until you can't do it anymore. That is not the life we want. That's not the life you want. It will provide, but we're here. We're here for more than just providing. I mean, we are here to thrive. We're here to uh, to be creative each and every day. I love what's happening right now with so many people in the world. So many of these billionaires. I, I love to watch them and study them and figure out what they do because. Um, we're seeing some very, very, very creative things happening. This SpaceX and Elon Musk, this is some cool stuff that's going on right now. Um, but what I, what I see of most of all is all of them are jumping on the creativity bandwagon, whereas most of the world is on the, on the bandwagon of complaining and instilling fear and buying into fear. Um, and it, it's robbing them of everything. It's taking everything that they really, um, it really should be and could be. But it's taking it and making it to where they're paralyzed from this fear. I mean, they're they're just like I was as a four year old child running from the TV. Um, you're running into a place of darkness with no logic, no reason, no security and nothing that's actually going to to help you out. All right. So I remember running through the house and getting to the other end of the house, the furthest part of the way from my parents and thinking, what am I doing here? It's dark here. There was light there and my parents were there. But yet because of what was happening on the TV, I was running. Right. So my my perception was so wrong and so off. And my reality was if I had just stayed there, I was in the safest place I ever could have been. But 
Um, that's what fear does to us. Fear makes us make some bad, really bad, irrational decisions that a lot of times are destructive, irrational, um, that that take us away from from the direction we should be going. So the goal is to each and every day get better. So if you have these fears, write these fears down, write these fears down and figure out solutions for your fear. All right. So ask yourself how many times did the worst possible outcome happen to you in the past, right? So we plan our lives and we have this idea of the way things are going to go, but do they ever really go exactly like we expected them to go? I can't think of one thing I've done recently uh, that went exactly like I expected to go, not one. And I'm a, I'm a planner, I'm, I'm always prepared and I get up early and stay up late and do the things I need to do to be prepared for my day. And I have this idea of how things should go and how I want them to go, but they never really go that way. A lot of times it's better than better than what I expected them to go. So that's that's kind of awesome that my expectations um, and what the way I expect them to go, it ends up being better. Um, sometimes it's far worse. Sometimes it does. It crashes and fails miserably. But no matter what happens, even when the crash and fail happens, uh, I still welcome those challenges. Um, sometimes I have to giggle. It's so bad you almost have to giggle to keep from crying. But even when you giggle, you you come up with a solution pretty quick because you're not paralyzed because of fear, right? So so because I'm not not living from this place of fear, it doesn't make me quit. It doesn't make me stop. Um, obviously, when I was four years old, I thought uh, I wanted to be a dancer like Michael Jackson, but I assure you that stopped when he turned into a werewolf. There was no more of that. Um, we we found someone else to watch for our dance moves because I was absolutely afraid. I was scared paralyzed, couldn't go anymore. So, so talk about robbing a dream right away. But even then, the likelihood of me being the next Michael Jackson probably wasn't a reality. So we can move on to other things. So for you, if you're, if you're stuck, if you're living in a place of fear, if this fear has been something that has been plaguing you, hanging over your head and stopping you from your, your greatness and, and living the life you want to live, um, you know, now's the time. Now's the time to face it. But don't just face it and acknowledge it. Uh, come up with a plan. If there's if there's something you feel like you need help with, look up and, and read and research. I mean, today we have incredible information. I mean, we have so much information out there, whether it be, you know, YouTube or things like that. There are people who are the best in the world at solving your problem. Right. They came from a situation far worse than yours. They came from a situation that their their reality was worse than your fear. Right. So there's people that have have come from a reality that was worse than your fear and gone on to do great things, amazing things to make a real global impact and be the best in their field, the best at what they do from a spot worse than your actual fear. So study these people, learn from them, reach out to them. You would be surprised. Um, we're in a we're in a strange place because information is everywhere, but people are more accessible than than ever before. Um whether it be via YouTube videos or podcasts or things like that, you can go and find out how people got through their difficult times. And, and just about everybody who's done anything worth doing, uh, and especially those who are at the top and the absolute best at what they do, 
they have been there. They've been in a spot far worse than you. They have probably been in a place of more fear than what you're in right now. And they found a way to overcome it. It came with a strategy. It came with, um, with, with a belief. I mean, they believed that they were going to make it. And you have to believe you're going to make it. Um, you cannot continue to believe that uh, your life is defined by this fear. Okay, so if you have this fear and this is what defines you and this is what's holding you back and this is what's keeping the world from getting your greatness, um, it's time to time to work on it because there's the best people in the world have come from places far worse than you can ever imagine, far worse than you ever imagined. So uh, for me, I mean, I was a guy that was afraid of everything, afraid of the dark, afraid of noise, obviously afraid of the Michael Jackson video. There wasn't much that I didn't try to run from at some point in my life. And um, now I can, you know, I can comfortably say that there aren't too many things that I'm just absolutely afraid of. You know, I, I'd love to, you know, go and, and uh, I'm still an avid hunter. I go out and, and sometimes that involves stomping through the woods and sticks at night. And I'm usually the calmest person there. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. I don't really have any any real fears as far as that goes. Um, and and to think that this started as a a four-year-old child that was so, that was afraid of the TV. What was happening on the TV literally dictated my next two or three weeks of sleep. I literally didn't sleep. I remember watching this two minutes and 30 seconds of this Michael Jackson video, and it was probably a month before I slept all night in my own bed again, right? Because I was convinced that a werewolf was hiding somewhere in my room under something, behind something, and it was taking me from, taking me from my joy, taking me from my dream. So, Nothing has the right to dictate your life like that. Nothing has the right to rob you of your of your creativity like that. You owe it to yourself to uh, to overcome your fears and and reach out to people who are who who have come from situations far worse than yours. You know, when you look at these, I go back to these billionaires, Elon Musk and and um, and Bezos and all these people. You look at them and you look at places and periods in their life where they were lower than low. They were defeated so many times. You know, this Tesla thing, it was crushed so many times. I mean, literally to the point where he couldn't sell them on a lot. He tried to sell the Tesla cars door to doors Man tried everything to get this going. And now it has finally officially become a mainstream thing. It's happening. I mean, there's Tesla stores. I mean, even here, there's one. I mean, so pretty awesome stuff coming from a dream that had probably been crushed time and time and time and time again. But he believed at some point he was going to prevail and he has. And now he's on even bigger things. Now he's all about this SpaceX thing. This is some really interesting stuff that he's doing. But um, but as we look at that, it all started from a place, a place of I'm sure he was broken, defeated, financially broken, had a fear of of, you know, never, ever getting to where he is today, but at some point he had to start believing that it was going to happen. So um, if you have those fears, think about them, find them, face them, work through them. Um, but also think about the worst possible outcome is not as bad as you really think it is. Or if, you're, if you're trying to avoid the worst, um, the worst, you can handle it. You're bigger than that. Um, it will make you stronger. It will make you better. And it should definitely not define your life, your existence, your well-being, and most importantly, your health. Um, everything we talk about on this show is from a place that we have to get our, place, our ourselves to a place where, you know, health and healing 
it really comes from a state of our being. Physiology is physiology is something. Every time we think about health, we always start to think about this outside-in approach where there's some pill or some drug or some supplement or some therapy or some surgery uh, to help us get healthy. But so much of our health is dictated by what we believe. Um, there are some great books out there that talk about that. One of my favorite books is called Mind Over Medicine. It's by a doctor named uh, Dr. Lisa Rankin. Uh, Lisa Rankin, Mind Over Medicine. I love that book. Uh, there's so many instances where people believed that they were getting a certain treatment. In reality, they weren't getting any treatment at all. But because they believed that that treatment was a solution to their problem, they actually got better. You know, in some cases, like there was a, an instance of a radiation machine and this radiation machine had not been emitting radiation for, I believe, it was almost 30 days. So 30 days worth of patients that come, had come in to receive radiation from this particular machine, the machine wasn't working. But so many of these people's cancer actually got better. It shrunk. In many cases, it went away. And they believed that the radiation is what was was allowing their cancer to go away and, and, and getting rid of the cancer. But the machine, when they went back to it and the techs that were working on the machine just showed that it hadn't admitted radiation in 30 days. Yet the patient outcomes were super because these people believed that they had the solution. There was another another example in the book that talked about this guy that uh, this guy that had had cancer and he, he got this specific type of chemo when he had his cancer and his cancer went into remission and they said he's cancer free. And this went on for, I believe, 10 or 20 years. And then his cancer came back and he went back to the same doctor and said, hey, can you give me that same chemo that worked worked last time? And the doctor said, you know, they don't even make that chemo anymore. It's not available. We can't get it. Well, immediately this guy's mindset basically said, OK, I'm done. I'm going to die. I'm not going to make it. So the doctor was intuitive enough to see that this guy was believing that he wasn't going to live. He wasn't going to make it because that chemo wasn't available. So he called. He actually called the guy up a few weeks later and said, you know what? They found one dose. I called the manufacturer and they found one dose of this chemo that uh, that was left over. And I've actually got it headed this way. So if you come in this week, we're going to go ahead and give you this chemo. And obviously the guy got super excited. This was news to him. This was his belief that he was going to live. He was going to make it. The doctor didn't get the chemo. The doctor actually gave the guy saline. He gave him a saline solution. And the guy believed that this was the chemo that he'd received. And his cancer actually went away. So it was a saline solution. But because the guy believed that his cancer was going away, uh, the cancer went away. So what you believe is going to be the absolute truth. Problem is, when you're believing from a place of fear, it's tough to heal. It's tough to be your best. It's tough to be creative. It's tough to go to the next level. So it's so important that we we gain control of our, our beliefs, our minds, and eliminate fear because that's that's the roadblock. I mean, we're, it stands right in front of us. It stops us from being everything we were created to be. So, um, you know, and that, that does none of us any good. I mean, the world needs you to be great. We need your greatness. We need your creativity. Uh, there is enough negativity in the world. Don't contribute to it. Don't contribute to it by being sick and broken and and 
and and miserable. I mean, we have enough miserable people. We need you to be great. So take this opportunity, share this uh, share this podcast. This is uh, awesome. The feedback from this pod these podcasts over the last last month or so have been incredible. Um, the people things are telling me showing me what they're doing. They're making moves in their lives to get better. They're, they're, they're really starting to dig deep and find out who they are and challenge everything that, that they have been up to this point. You know, they're pulling out of this mundane life, this, this just accepting average, you know, this average situation is our average is just pretty much not any good. It's existing. It's not any fun. That's not what we were created for. Uh, but I've heard so many people tell me they have been so inspired by these podcasts to get themselves moving, to come up with a strategy to better their situation, to make a bigger difference, not only in their lives, but in those the lives of others around them. So that's what this is for. That's what it's about. Um, your read, your homework for the week, go read that book, Mind Over Medicine. Uh, Mind Over Medicine is an incredible book. It tells us how powerful our minds really are. They're far more powerful than what we um than what we've been led to believe. And I think that's all by design. I think it's because there's so much influence for us to be uh, taking some prescription or taking some vaccination or some outside in approach that we forget we have an incredible innate intelligence that does heal our body. It heals our body from above, down, inside out. So when we're in tune with the universe, I mean, we have the ability within us to heal no matter how sick, how broken, um, no matter what our, no matter where we're at, the lower than low, you can come back. You can make the best comeback of all time. In fact, there's no better reason to be at the low point of your life and other, other than an opportunity to make a comeback. That is the best reason to be at the low point of your life is to just like you're going to the bottom of the, the pool or the pond or the lake, you bounce off the bottom, you come back up faster than ever, better than ever. And, uh, you can blow by this stagnant life that you're living right now. So. God bless. Y'all have a wonderful week. And remember, uh, don't live in fear. Live your dreams. Don't live in fear and get rid of that fear because it does absolutely nothing for you. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.